Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Vault Tech Files. Today is episode one, so if you're coming from either Spotify or Anchor or any other listening platform, welcome. It's great to have you. Now, I've been thinking of names to call you guys, and I think fellow vault dwellers will do. So, hello, fellow vault dwellers. Let's dive right into episode one, and let's get started. All information for today can be found on fandom.com, a wonderful website for game, movie, and TV lore. Today, we'll be on the Fallout Wiki, also called the Nukipedia, plus Vault. Today, we'll be going over Vault Tech Corporation and what it is and a brief history behind it. So, <clears throat> Vault Tech Corporation is a pre-war company before the war, which we will go over in future episodes. Some of the company data, its industry, focused in heavy construction and personal defense. The products were the vaults. C-A-M-P, otherwise known as CAMP, the Z-A-X, the ZAX, Artificial Intelligence, V-A-T-S, VATS, and Television Broadcast. Some of the most popular employees involve Antonia Savar, C. Grunner, Frank Davidson, Giles Mangrove, Giles Wolfencroft, J. Hodgonson, and Louis Batman, Martin Reed, R. Langston, Roger, Sharon, Voltec Rep, Varley Barstow, Walter Scott. The locations for this company, it consists in the United States of America. Its headquarters are the Voltec National HQ, the Voltec Labs, Voltec Columbia Commonwealth Regional HQ, Voltec New England Commonwealth Regional HQ. Different locations you can find throughout the game are Vault Tech University and Vault Tech Agricultural Research Center. <clears throat> Some of the corporate connections include Future Tech, Psychological Research Department, the Social Science Division, the Vault Tech Document Department, the Vault Tech Game Studios, Vault Tech Promotional Department, Vault Tech Media Department and Vault Tech Publicity Department are all included in the promotional department. Now, within the Vault Tech Science Service, we have Vault Tech Simulation Department. Moving on, we have Vault Tech Security, Vault Tech Special Projects Division, Vault Tech Films, Vault Tech Subscriber Incorporated, Vault Tech Maps, and Vault Tech Graphics. Now, throughout the Fallout games, Vault Tech is sort of shrouded in mystery. Including in the most recent one, we won't be going over 76 as of right now, as that's a touchy subject. But Fallout 4, you're immediately introduced into a Vault Tech rep who immediately gets you registered into a vault. Now, when the nuke is launched, you rush over to the vault with your wife and child. You are allowed in because you're immediately put on that list that day, but the Vault Tech rep is not. Citing that, Maybe Vault Tech isn't what it seems, letting it not even letting its own rep enter. <clears throat> Moving forward, here's a brief description of it. Vault Tech Corporation, also referred to as Vault Tech Industries, was a pre-war defense corporation with one the which won the federal government contract to design and implement a network of bunkers designed to protect the population of the United States from nuclear holocaust known as the vaults. The company is sometimes referred to as Vault Tech with a K, Vault Tech spelled T-E-C-H, 
Voltec, spelled V-A-U-L-T-E-K, and Vault X, spelled Vault with an E-X at the end. Vault Tech, the one I will be using in the name of my podcast, which is Vault and Tech without the H, is a correct spelling consistently used since Fallout 3. Now, this section of the podcast, we will be going over the origins and rise to power. Let's get started. The origins of America's persistent nuclear defense corporation are shrouded in mystery. It has existed since as early as 2031, when it acquired and rebranded Morgantown's local college as Voltec University, which some of their top executives and scientists either researching or graduating from there. This investment would pay off in the early 2050s, when the Euro-Middle Eastern War, the new plagues, and the collapse of the United Nations resulted in a nationwide scare. The government set Project Safehouse in motion in 2054. Basically, a brief description of Project Safehouse is the vaults. In short, that is what it is. The vaults were Project Safehouse. Moving forward with the history. This massive national defense endeavor was intended to create shelters that would protect the population in the event of a nuclear war or plague which we see is the main theme of the games of Fallout. vault was prepared for such an eventuality following the success of its demonstration vault built near their headquarters in Los Angeles. At the time the company won the bid for the construction of the shelters, the tremendous success of the company allowed it to build a new headquarters in Washington, D.C. Now, let's stop there and talk just for a second. The vaults were a project instituted by the U.S. government because of a bunch of different events going on at the time. We did not know if we would fall into nuclear war, which obviously is eventually what happens in the Fallout games. But vault isn't exactly what they seem and the reason behind building these vaults. They had their own intentions in mind. And it wasn't for the best of the American people. Now, let's move forward with the history. The impervished government financed the project with junk bonds and even then only commissioned 122 of these shelters nationwide, allowing less than 0.1% of the population to save their life in the event of the Holocaust. Now, we will be going over each individual vault, maybe tying one or two that are similar into one episode. But again, that's another episode. Episode one will be focusing on vault tech. The reason was simple, sheer cost. Vault 13's budget was $400 billion. And by the end of construction, the total cost reached 64, sorry, 645 billion well over 150% of the initial figure. The staggering cost was further increased by the circumstances as crucial elements of national defense. Much of the project was classified and protected under the new amended Espionage Act, which encouraged embezzlement and corruption, consistent mismanagement, corruption, and embezzlement that seemed to define Project Safehouse before the war. Yet for all these problems, 
Voltec was able to create a number of miraculous technologies and develop shelters that legitimately protected the inhabitants as long as they worked properly, of course. Now, something that we will go over and learn more of, as in, the vaults were programmed to open eventually. Some were, at least. I'm not sure about some of the more notoriously creepy ones, if they're going to open at all. But what we know is we were able to go into the majority of vaults. Now, personally, we have not discovered all of them, as maybe there are some in different states that we do not know of because we haven't played there yet, or there will be new games that come out detailing, oh, they built other vaults. But as we know right now, there are 122 vaults in total. That is how many excuse me, Vault Tell built before the collapse of the world in nuclear war. <clears throat> now, moving on in the history of Vault Tech, some of the miracles manifested as breakthroughs in construction technology, allowing for these gargantuan bunkers to be constructed at a rapid pace. Most were completed by 2063, although the construction of several vaults were delayed, partially Vault 13, which only started construction in August 2063. <clears throat> and the network surrounding Washington, D.C., some of the vault construction was delayed due to work stoppage. Despite these problems, Vault Tech began advertising vaults in newly annexed Canada, though these were in early stages of completion. So basically what's happening right now is Vault Tech is saying, here, sign up for these vaults. In the middle of this huge world scare of, at any moment, nukes could be launched, but these vaults weren't finished. While they were in early stages of completion, it is thought that they wouldn't be able to hold the amount of people they wanted to hold. Again, 0.1% of the United States population were the only people who could save their own lives in the, in the event of a nuclear war. This is incredibly interesting because obviously the cost for something like this is huge. But with the way money would work like this, couldn't you possibly build as many as you want? Now, of course, that runs to the problem of space. Maybe vaults would work more as underground apartments going deep, deep into the earth. But then that would run to the problem of what would you use to power it? especially in the time where nuclear war just happened and there's radiation covering the entirety of the Earth. <clears throat> Moving on from that little tangent, we have the next part of its history. Regardless of nuclear war, Vault Tech had its own plan for vaults. The company decided to use them as test environments to create technologies that could be used to redefine society. For this purpose, an entire vault was set aside to act as proving grounds intended to test a variety of prototype devices with the aim of rolling them out through the rest of the vaults. Once Vault 88 was fully operational, the company expected to roll out new devices every official quarter. Unlike other vaults, Vault Tech would send test subjects before any disaster scenario. Starting in early 2078, human lives were considered irrelevant with quick irritation iteration time given a priority sorry i'm stumbling over my words a bit the prototypes were meant to convert useless 
exercise into socially useful activity, manipulate the moods of the dwellers, or even develop crude forms of mind control. Ethical concerns were dismissed as counterproductive and closed-minded. Now, this really gives us a different look into Vault Tech. As originally a company that wanted to save human lives, at this point they're more concerned about their own goal behind this. Their own goal of, well, let's see what we can do here. Let's see what kind of experiments and social experiments we can run on these people. Sorry. One vault, especially uh, the number I cannot remember right now, but there is a short comic on it. One man in a crate of puppets. Now, we will go more details into this vault later. But basically, this vault was a single man given food and supplies, but also a single crate of puppets. Eventually, he did open the puppets, and it consisted of a dog, a grandmother, and a king. Later, after he develops personalities for each of these puppets, there's also the Vault Tech boy, who is the mascot of Vault Tech. So, interestingly enough, of course, you know, one would go crazy in a post-apocalyptic world where you were underground stuck with just puppets, and it was just you in this huge vault. So, it really brings into light the true intentions of Vault Tech and what they intended for the vaults to be. First being a way to save human lives, now being testing grounds, using human lives as guinea pigs, bringing in a bunch of ethical arguments of how far is too far. And again, that last sentence in this history, ethical concerns were dismissed as counterproductive and close-minded. Basically saying, hey, we get it. You want to be ethical. You want to, you know, not put their lives in danger. We don't care anymore. We are going to put them through rigorous tests. These prototypes, we're going to cut corners, we're going to cut costs. We're going to push past that moral ground and delve more deeper into the darkness. So it brings into light that darkness of Vault Tech. And just their switch from, again, wanting to save some of humanity's population in the event of the eventual nuclear war. Now going into, you know, crude experiments on living, breathing humans who are only trying to survive post-apocalyptic, you know, United States. <laughs> so, here, this is Vault Tech. This is now a company who is not concerned with morals or ethics at all. And I get that I'm kind of repeating myself here in different ways, and rambling, but what we need to understand now is that Vault-Tec isn't a company concerned with saving human lives. They're concerned with the outcome of these tests and their experiments. Now, some 
we can't begin to comprehend and understand why they would do these experiments. And some, we just have to try to understand. So, businesses within Vault-Tec. <clears throat> the primary focus of Vault-Tec was the development of a line of nuclear war defense installations, otherwise known as vaults, and the technology necessary for their construction. Although their most recognizable product remains the vault, the company has also developed cheaper alternatives like the Series 1000 shelter and contracted its technologies out of other entities requiring a reliable, proven pipeline for constructing subterranean bunkers. Vault-Tec's technology is generally reliable and very high quality and a testament to the corporation's capabilities at its best. Its propriety inventions designed to improve the quality of life of a vault dweller include simu-sun lighting, floor-stuck auto-cleaner systems, and the eye-on-you cameras. Very interesting. <laughs> Apart from heavy construction and technologies necessary for sustaining a population underground, Voltic has developed nuclear reactors, medical devices such as the organ extractor, motion sensors based on Walt's electronic designs, and even and even SimTech 5000 virtual reality simulators suit for custom customing vault dwellers with the outside. And Voltec assisted targeting system, otherwise known as VATS, which we heard of earlier, for facing any threats. Now a bit about Future Tech, a division of Vault Tech tasked with developing cutting-edge technologies to allow vault dwellers to brave the horrors of a post-nuclear war. The crown achievement, of course, is the Garden of Eden creation kit. G-E-C-K. Geek, which of course is another vault experiment that went horribly wrong. A single doctor as the overseer with other people in these Garden of Eden creation kits. So, yeah, Voltec first had good intentions, now again, didn't. Let's go somewhere over their known products stemming from our last discussion. The vaults, equipment and supplies for the vaults, nutritional alternative paste program, NAP, food paste developed by Vault Tech in conjunction with the federal government, the Geek System Garden of Eden creation kit developed by Future Tech, a division of Vault Tech, the Vault Tech vending machine, the Vault Tech assisted targeting system, or VATS, Zach's AI units, ARIC4 AI, survival handbooks, including the Vault Dweller Survival Guide, Vault Tech Employee Handbook, Vault Boy's Big Book of Laughs for Kids, Tranquility Lane Simulation, which is included in the Geek Experiment, Series 1000 Shelter, Vault Tech Population Management System, which some of us 
of course, have questions about how they would manage a population. The Voltec water pump, the Voltec reactor, the Voltstar super reactor, power cycle 1000, soda fountain, pitfall, red menace, CAMP, otherwise known as CAMP, my stash box, scrap box, vault tech, supply packages, and vault 21 playing cards, which are exclusive to vault 21. Now some of the promotional material includes the vault tech promotional lunchbox, which you can find without the wasteland when you open, confetti pops out, and you get materials the Vault-Tech t-shirts, the Vault-Tech golf tees, Vault-Tech promotional Vault Boy bobbleheads, which when you find throughout the game, they give you various perks to add to your perk chart. The Vault-Tech bobblehead collector's stand, Vault-Tech's limited edition snow globes. That is some of the Vault-Tech products and no, well, the known products. There are probably unknown products in different games. Now, some of the appearances within Fallout or the Vault Tech vaults and technologies that appear, but outside of the Fallout series, the Vault Tech logo has also appeared in the 2016 reboot of Doom on certain doors in the UAC facility on Mars. Vault Tech is also mentioned in Rage, which we can chalk up to a easy easy easter egg and probably not anything beyond that now behind the scenes of the vault tech itself the vault experiment was an idea created by tim kane during the initial stages of fallout 2's development the player character was intended to discover vault tech's complicity in the grand social experiment by unearthing files hidden in computers at vault 8 and vault 13 describing the purposes of the respective vaults in their history. Vault Tech building seen in Fallout 2 intro is still from the 1990 classic film Dick Tracy, resized and slightly modeled. If you follow my Instagram or Twitter, some of the stuff I use to post are the visual identity for Vault Tech, the symbol with the uh, circle inside, the outside circle, and the three lines on each side. And also, there is Vault Boy, who is their mascot, a white man with blonde hair, who is always seen smiling and giving a thumbs up. So, with that brief history, we see what Vault Tech is. This company that started off with the best of intentions for humanity, then delving into ethical and moral problems for reasons we don't know. Personally, I think it is due to the financial struggle, obviously, they had to go through and the time constraint they had because nuclear war could happen any day. Any day, and they were busy building these vaults to run their tests. At first, they were used to save humanity, but now they're running these tests. So, <sighs> sorry, I had to go through something real quick on my script page as 
I don't really know what to talk about right now, but let's just say I apologize for the stuttering or mispronunciation of any words in this. If I left out anything, send me a message on either my Instagram or Twitter, which is vault underscore tech underscore files for both. Um, yeah, and, you know, let me know where you're listening from and what you would like to hear from future episodes and how you'd like future episodes to be constructed. Now, obviously, this is a bit of a shorter episode, and a lot of these episodes won't be more than 30 minutes max, mostly because that is my web browser constraint. So there might be some episodes with different parts, but this one was easy. It was just a brief history and rundown of Vault Tech. So thank you for listening, fellow Vault dwellers, and I hope to see you in another episode of Vault Tech Files. Have a great morning, afternoon, and or night. Thank you for listening.